Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. Father, we thank you so much for your strength. We thank you for your power. We thank you, Lord, that no matter what we face, no matter the challenges, if we only lift up our eyes, we will see that you are there. We ask God that you help us more and more as a church, as your people, to learn to see you in every circumstance, to focus our eyes on you, and so to see the miracles, to see your power at work, and to see how you, you provide for us honey from the rock. As we turn to your word this morning, we ask Holy Spirit that you will come and feed us. Come strengthen us. Come, encourage us. Come, build us up. That we might go out there and live for your glory. Amen. Thank you so much, Brace team. That was an awesome, awesome, awesome song. One of my all-time favorites. And you couldn't, uh, you couldn't have done a more appropriate song for my message today. So thank you for being the spirit, for being prophetic. Amen. We've been talking about stock-taking and... I thought that it would be great to look at our theme for the year. At the beginning of the year, God gave us a theme, which was increasing our capacity. So I thought we should do a bit of stock taking in terms of our capacity. Has our capacity increased? Has it decreased? Has it remained the same? We'll do some stock taking. And as I prepared, God showed me a very interesting way of doing stock taking. That is not the usual way. You know, the usual way is to see what we have, what we have left, what we have achieved, look at our goals, how far have we attained them, and then if we've done well, we pat ourselves on the back and say, yeah, we are doing good. But we're going to see today that it's going to be a bit different, how, how God sees it. So to help us, I would like us to turn our Bibles to 2 Samuel and to chapter 17. I read verse 20 to 24, then 32 to 37. I believe we know the story so well. It's a story about David and Goliath. Hallelujah. I'm sure it's a favorite for almost everyone here. So 2 Samuel, no, sorry, it's 1 Samuel, chapter 17, 20 to 24 first. So David left the sheep and left the sheep with another shepherd and set out early the next morning with a gift as Jesse had directed him. He arrived at a camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Soon the Israelite and Philistine forces stood facing each other, army against army. David left his things with a keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. 
As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Take note of that. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. I'll jump to 32 and then we to 37. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I will go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There is no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You are only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I will do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said. And the Lord be with you. Very interesting story. About 50-something verses, I think, for the chapter. It would have been nice to read all, but it would be too long. But I believe that what I have read captures the essence of what I feel God will want us to be looking at today. We're talking about our year of increasing capacity. We are talking about stock taking. How far for you? How are you doing? As individuals, how are we doing with that? As a church, corporately, how far? The dictionary defines capacity as the maximum amount that something can contain. The maximum amount that something can contain. And that one says, the ability to hold or contain. The ability to hold or contain. Then there's a third definition that says that the amount that something can produce. So how much you can carry, how much you can contain, how much you can produce, how much you can bear, how much you can stand. It talks about your capacity. And it can be applied to almost every area of life. Capacity to do what? Capacity to stand what? We're going to be looking at some of them, and we see how far we have come, and we see how we can take stock in terms of our capacity. How much can you carry? Proverbs 24, verse 10, from the New Living Translation. It says that if you fail under pressure, the strength is too small. If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. The message says that if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. New King James, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Brothers and sisters, life is full of adversity. Life is full of crisis. Life is full of troubles. Every day we wake up, there are challenges all around us. And the past couple of years have been full of challenges. 
economic challenges, spiritual challenges, moral and ethical challenges, you know, all around us, physical challenges. There's been all kinds of disease and illness. Many have got COVID a couple of times, some three times. There have been challenge after challenge after challenge. That is life. But I believe that is why God, from the beginning of this year, told us that he wanted to increase our capacity. Because God knows that life is full of challenges. Life is full of adversity. One crisis after another. We should expect that in life. It would be very, very naive of us to think that, as some Christians do, that as a Christian you mustn't go through any troubles. Some believe that once you come into Christ, you must, not, you must never be broke. You must never get sick. You must never have any troubles. Brothers and sisters, that is not in this Bible. It's not here. What we are told is that we will go through all kinds of things just like all people, but we are told that at the center of it all, we can fix our eyes on him. He's going to be with us. And so because he is with us, in his strength, we'll be able to face them and overcome them. That is what the Bible teaches. He says, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. When you go through the waters, I will be with you. They will not overwhelm you. He never said you will never go through the fire. No. The Bible never says that. And that's why God is increasing our capacity. But today we are going to be talking about taking stock. Taking stock. And I feel that God will want us to take stock in a different way today. We want to look at what challenges we have had this year. We want to look at what struggles we have faced this year. We want to look at what things we have had to carry this year. What battles we have fought this year. Because listen, it is in facing the adversity that our strength is revealed. Hallelujah. It is facing the trouble, the time of crisis, that our strength is brought to the fore. If there's no adversity, if there's no trouble, if there's no challenge, how do you know your capacity? How do you know if you have increased in your capacity? So our test this morning is to look back at the past year and count all the challenges you went through. Think about them. That infection that you got, that diagnosis that came into your family, your brother, your sister, your daughter, your son, that amount of money that you had to raise, when you lost that job, when your child was admitted in hospital, how did you confront it? Did you retreat? Did you hide? Did you run away? Like the Israelite army, men and women who had been trained for war, thousands of them, and Goliath will face them and they will run back. They were scared. They were afraid. They couldn't face the challenge. How did you face your challenge? Stop taking time. That will determine your capacity. If you run away from it, then your capacity is small indeed. Your strength is small. But if you face them, and you are standing here today, congratulations. You have increased your capacity. Hallelujah. You know, that's how God builds us up. When he says he's building our capacities, because he knows what is ahead of us. So we find that David in this passage got to the battlefield and he saw the experienced soldiers all scared and running away from the challenge. The challenge was called Goliath. 
He was huge. He was tall. The Bible describes his javelin. Describes the head of his spear. And when you read it, you will get scared too. It was scary. But you see, God had increased David's capacity. Hallelujah. David said that, I can face him and I will kill him. Why? Because God has built my capacity. He said, whilst I looked after my father's sheep, lions came and bears came and I killed them. Hallelujah. That's how we build capacity. That's how God trains us. He brings the adversity. He brings the challenges. He brings the crisis. He brings the troubles. And when we confront them and overcome them, our capacity increase one notch higher. Hallelujah. You know, the, the image I, I have here is that of like um, a weightlifter going for Mr. Ghana competition. If the competition is in December and you are in January, you want to increase capacity so you can lift the highest weight. What do you do? You start with the smallest, isn't it? And you go lifting every day and you increase it. You increase the weight. Maybe from 50 to 60 kg to 80 to 100 to 200, and you keep lifting and you keep lifting. Sometimes it gets too much for your muscles and you want to give up. But if you have a coach, that's when your coach tells you, hey, press on. Hey, go on. When you feel the pain at the maximum, that's when the capacity is actually being built the more. Because the muscles are being stretched beyond their capacity. So they are being increased, they are being enlarged, they are being strengthened. So the more you do it, the more you increase your capacity. So finally, the day of the competition comes. And they put their weights there. And you see the biggest one there is maybe what? 500 kg. And you can start smiling. Because you have lifted 600 kg in the past. Hallelujah. That's how you build capacity. By facing the challenge. By confronting it. By conquering it. One at a time. One at a time. One lion after one lion. One bear after another bear. You conquer them. And the day you are faced with Goliath, you size Goliath up and you remember that you actually killed a bear that was taller than him. So whilst everybody is frightened and running away, you smile and you laugh. Because at the center of it all, you know, God has built your capacity. Hallelujah. More than that, so David actually looked to God as well. He didn't approach Goliath in his own strength. At the center of it all, he saw God. He saw the glory of God. And he was angered by a Philistine, a pagan, insulting the armies of his God. At the center of it all, he saw God. And he derived strength from that as well. We need to increase our capacity by increasing our capacity to see God and the glory of God in every situation. In the good ones and in the bad ones. In the difficult ones and in the sweet ones. This week, John... Yanni made my week big time by sending me a song on YouTube. It says, Ani in the Rock. Beautiful lyrics. You should, you should go listen to it. And listen to it over and over and over again like I did. Over and over, just listen to it. It says, Ani in the Rock, water in the stone, manna on the ground. Some of the lines says, there is purpose in the plan. You know, that's our God. He brings the blessings through unexpected means. The water comes from a rock when you deal with God. Honey comes from the rock as well, from stone. So it's only from the rock and water from the stone. That's how God operates. 
If God wants to increase our capacity, he gives us challenges. He gives us troubles. He gives your child that headache. Do you go running away or do you lay hands and pray for that headache to go? Tomorrow it's ear pain. You lay hands and it goes. The next time it's something bigger, you don't get scared because you have prayed for headaches and they have gone. You've prayed for colds and they have gone. You've prayed for earaches and they have gone. So when something else comes, you know that God has built your capacity. In every area of life, that's how it is. That's how it is. The challenges come, but they come to increase our capacity. And this word is prophetic. Because listen, the challenges are going to get bigger and bigger. They are going to increase. But how do you see the challenges? Do you see them as a Goliath that cannot be conquered? Or will you see them as opportunities for God to be glorified? Will you see them as opportunities to be, to be revealed to the world, like David was revealed to the world? That will depend on how you are building capacity now. Don't run from the small challenges. Don't cut corners. Don't swerve. Face them. Leave that metal. Go through that darkness. God is building you up. This morning, the car came into church. I turned to my boys in the back of the car. I said, Sayram, tell me, you're doing biology. Do plants need darkness? Or why do plants need darkness? And the guy gave me a good wash. You know? And so we learned about photosynthesis. During the day, the plants take carbon dioxide and water from the atmosphere. And they, they produce all kinds of energy. You know, they use the sunlight and they produce energy which is stored in the leaves, in the chloroplast and blah, blah. You know, very nice washing this morning in the car. But in the night, everything reverses. In the night, they now need oxygen. You know? And they use the oxygen and combine with the energy that has been stored. And the plant uses that to grow. So plants grow in the dark. Plants grow in the dark. If you have a plant in a room like this with light on 24 hours, seven days a week, it wouldn't grow well. It will be storing all the energy, but it can't use it to grow. Brothers and sisters, like plants, we also need the darkness to grow. We need the challenges to toughen our muscles. We need them to increase our faith. The challenges grow our faith. They make us know that I can face this one. My God can do this one. My God can provide this one. So that when the big day comes, when the great challenge comes, when the whole world is running away, the sons of God will be revealed. Hallelujah. Those who have been through God in the dark and the light, day after day, they have been prepared. They have been built up. They have been grown. They are ready to face a challenge and to shine forth in glory. Hallelujah. So how do we take stock? How much have you carried this year? How much have you carried? The bigger your challenges, the bigger your capacity. Financially, maybe in the past, you couldn't support people much. But this year, you paid two people's school fees for them. Hallelujah. You've increased your capacity. Maybe you used to pay school fees for two people every year. This year, you paid for four people. You have increased your capacity. 
You have increased your capacity. The more you're able to give out unto others, the more you increase your financial capacity. That's how it works. That's how it works. Maybe you got COVID. That was a challenge. But your capacity has increased. I'm telling you it has. And I'm telling you as a, someone who studied biology. You know, you know, in the past, and sometimes they still do, when children have chicken pox, mothers in the community, what do they do? They all carry their children to the house where the child has chicken pox. Why do they do that? Why do they do that? They want to expose the child to chicken pox. They want their children to get infected also. Because chicken pox is not very dangerous in children. But if you're an adult, you never had chicken pox your whole life. You get chicken pox as an adult, it can kill you. It's more fatal in adults. So they want their children to get it when they are young. They get exposed to their virus. Put them in the dark. They build strength there. You build your immunity. So that as an adult, when you face chicken pox virus, your body says, oh, I've been there before. I know you. I can handle you. That's how immunity works. And COVID works like that as well. If you face COVID and you survive it, you build immunity. That, that's how it is. So I don't know what challenges you have faced this year, but I want you to begin to take stock. Look at the challenges. See which ones you're able to overcome and give glory to God for that because you have built capacity. Hallelujah. You have killed a lion. You have killed a bear. You are ready for your Goliath. Hallelujah. How many troubles have you been through? How did you handle them? What about temptations? Did you face bigger temptations this year? Were you able to overcome them? You have built capacity. You have built capacity. Maybe you failed some. Maybe you passed some. Keep going on. That's how you build capacity. The more you learn to say no to that temptation, the stronger you are becoming. The stronger you are becoming. Tomorrow when there's a bigger temptation, you'll be able to say no. Maybe they offered you 1,000 CDs to do something. Just bend a little bit, you know. Nothing really bad. Just, just a little bit. But you were able to say no. Tomorrow they offer you 10,000, it will be easier to say no. That's how you build capacity. You face that temptation, you overcome it, and your muscles get stronger. Hallelujah. It's a year of increasing capacity. Has your capacity been increased for temptation? What about giving to God's work in the church? If for the past five years, every Sunday you put in 10 cities in the offering bowl and it hasn't changed, hmm, I fear for your capacity. Let your capacity grow. Let your capacity to give increase. I talked about the school fees for people. It's good to do it for people. But what about for the kingdom of God? What about for the work of God? Are you giving your time, your energy, your resources to build God's church and God's kingdom? The more you are giving, the more you're building your capacity. If you're able to increase it to 20 this year, well done. Next year, if God says, make it 50, it will be easier for you. But if you are giving 10, God says, make it 20, and you say, oh God, this one, times are hard. You, you, you give me a bit more time, oh God. Then he will never get to the 50 capacity for you. But if you pass the 20, then the next time he will say 50. Do you get it? It's step by step. As you face the challenge, as you overcome it, your capacity is increased. And acts of service as well is the same. You help 
Little by little, you help well with all your heart. God is increasing your capacity, and he will give you bigger. And he knows our capacities. The problem of the talent tells us that. The one who had five, had two, had one, it was based on their capacity. He knows. The Bible says he won't give you more than you can carry. How much can you carry? How much can you contain? That will determine how much God will give you. So we've got to build capacity, church. We've got to build capacity. And I know that if we look back, this year has been a tough year. So many of us will find that we have built capacity. Because we have faced challenges. Some have had challenges in the family that they've never had before, but this year they went through it. God has built your capacity. Hallelujah. So the word today is that God is giving us a new criteria for stock taking. How much have I been stretched this year? How many battles have I fought this year? How many troubles have I survived this year? How much weight have I carried this year? The bigger the load, the greater the capacity. Don't run away from afflictions. Face them and conquer them. For they are building us up for the greater glory that is ahead. And I would like to end with 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 to verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 to verse 18. It says this, We now have this light shining in our hearts. Very positive, isn't it? We now have this light shining in our hearts. But we ourselves, like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. So no matter how fragile we may appear to have been this year as clay jars, we know there's great treasure inside of us. This light of God is inside of us. It goes on to say this from verse 8. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. Hallelujah. The troubles come to strengthen us. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Hallelujah. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus, so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death. But this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet, they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things that we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see 
will last forever. Hallelujah. So this is not just temporary for this life, but we are being told that as life gets tougher and tougher, as we see the struggles increase, we can be sure of one thing. Even that is working for us, the greater glory above all. Brothers and sisters, we are in a good place when we face trials and challenges. For now, they are strengthening us. But one day, they will reveal what we are made of. Hallelujah. One day, the opportunity will come. And all your hard work working on that MBA, that your hard work trying to get that degree, all the skills you are learning, one day the opportunity will come. And you will be able to shine forth with the knowledge that you have gathered as you increase your capacity. Keep pressing on. Never give up. The struggles are building us up. And one day, the opportunity will come when we'll be able to shine forth and display that capacity when everybody is backing off like the army of Israel because they, they can't handle it. They haven't seen it before. We can smile because we have seen it before. We can smile because we have conquered it in the past. And we can go forward. We can conquer Glory not only for ourselves, but glory for God as well. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much that you are the God who brings honey from the rock and water from the stone. Thank you, God, that when things look hard and difficult, when the struggle gets tough, when we have waited and waited and prayed and prayed and fasted and fasted, when we have given and given, we have served and served, we have loved and loved in a condition when we should give up and move away, but we keep loving and we keep giving and we keep staying on. We thank you, dear Lord. All our struggles are not in vain. Thank you that you are building our capacity. For that spouse who's struggling in that marriage, whose every inclination is to pack and move out, but who is pressing on and persevering and trying hard to keep loving despite the, the seeming impossibility of loving that spouse. Father, I pray that the light will come soon. For all who are in a dark season, oh God, I pray that the growth will be made evident soon. I pray that no one will give up that none of us will miss our day, the glorious day, when the sons of God will be revealed. When those whose capacity has been built will be revealed. May we not miss that day. Give us faith. Give us patience through the pain, through the darkness, to press on until that day. Hallelujah and amen. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church, visit our website www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.